Hey, Prime members, you can listen to That Spooky early and ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. You're listening to a Morbid Network podcast. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all, not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom takes into account dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs to build a plan that works for you. Everyone's journey is different, so your daily lessons are personalized to you and your goals. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your free trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Whether you're shipping 100 packages a month or thousands, ShipStation lets you automate routine shipping tasks and easily handle returns. Manage orders, print labels, compare rates, optimize every shipment, and automate delivery notifications with ShipStation's easy-to-use dashboard. Plus, you can access industry-leading discounted rates from USPS, UPS, DHL, and Global Post, with discounts up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation, and 98% of companies that stick with ShipStation for a year become customers for life. Optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Use promo code WONDERY today at ShipStation.com to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's ShipStation.com promo code WONDERY. Devil Spawn, welcome to Spooky Gay Bullshit. I'm Johnny. And I'm Tyler. And this is our weekly hangout where we get to kick back and we get to talk about all of the spooky gay bullshit that we just didn't have time to cover on the main show. That's right. It's Friday night. The Hellmouth is split wide open. Yeah. That's Rojo Caliente. And for once, when we refer to the Hellmouth, we are not referring to my actual mouth. That's right. Or my wrestling persona. Which, which is as Hellmouth. we've discussed is Hellmouth. Yeah, thank uh-huh. you. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's up? Um, how are we doing today? You know what? We're doing gorgeous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are we feeling delicious? Oh, we're feeling Macy's delicious, gorgeous, fantastic. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. I get. I'm feeling like a Macy Day parade. <laughs> a Macy Day parade. Okay. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that? It's what's a called? Thanksgiving Day parade, but it's the Macy's parade. That oh, they, they have do that Thanksgiving. for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. I'm only really into it because I had to do a projection design for, what was it? Was it Miracle on 34 Studio? It was a wonderful life. The 34 one. Um, yeah. Studio 34. Um, but yeah, I had to do that. And like outside of the apartment windows, like in the set, we had two TVs mm-hmm. and I had to fucking take uh, photos from like old Macy's parades and like cut out the things and like animate them like flying by the window. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Because they refer to it in the script, they're like, "Look, it's doo to do." Just like, and that. I had to make doo to do. You had to make yeah. doo to do as usual. Mm-hmm. It's me. All right, so yeah. Hey, everybody. It's just us this week. Sorry about it. Yeah, yeah. 
everybody enjoyed last week's episode when we had jacob on as our guest yeah people really enjoyed that we got a lot of really great feedback look we're gonna get jacob back on here someday we're not gonna guarantee when it's gonna be one of your friends was listening after kidney surgery yeah and they 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 popped their stitches yeah, they popped some stitches <laughs> sorry about that uh props to you i won't i won't blow up your spot in uh -huh. case they're trying to keep that surgery on the yeah but you low. know who you are yeah yeah a <laughs> so. dear friend and mentor to me <laughs> i hope you're okay yeah yeah um but glad you got your surgery yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. look at that all right but uh yeah no it was a great time we got a lot of great feedback on that we will be having more guests in the future but mm -hmm. you know how we like to do it over here we got our standard flow the guests are just the guests are the spice that's right they're the sprinkles thrown on the cake that's where the cake right. Baby. We're the cake, yeah. yeah. So so this week it's just your girl's the cake. Yeah, so get ready to dig in. And you know what? Speaking about digging in, we got like a full docket of spooky gay bullshit to get into this week. Mm -hmm. Starting with Drag Race. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, thank you. The yeah. other one has a delay today. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, we're going to talk about Drag Race for probably about four minutes, honestly, because we have two episodes to talk about. Yeah, exactly. We Honestly, we, we talked it out and we were like, okay, if we're going to keep talking about Drag Race, yeah. let's move it over to Spooky Gay Bullshit because yeah. then we don't have to be so, you know... <sighs> Uh, what? Tight with the time. Yeah, tight with you the know, time. You know, because we never keep it to two minutes anyway. Yeah. So we've figured, you know what? We're just talking bullshit on Fridays anyway. So let's yeah. let's talk Drag Race on Fridays. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, like Johnny said, it is RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 7 All-Winners Season. Yeah. Episode 1 and Episode 2. And what do we think? Okay, well, I think that they started off on a very strong foot. I'm surprised by how much they're throwing around the words legendary. And if I want to put on a tinfoil hat, part of me is like, are they trying to bury the premiere of legendary, which happened right. on the same week? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know. They may not be that cunning. Uh, but I, I've really enjoyed the season so far. Uh, now, heads up, spoilers will abound. Of course. So from this point forward, for the next three, four minutes or so, you're going to be getting these episodes spoiled on you. But um, to start off with... With episode one i really enjoyed naomi campbell there it was like an hour and a half long also i didn't realize that until after the fact oh really yeah it was a long dang episode okay i thought time was just going by so slowly like no. madonna likes to say yeah no sorry sorry about a madonna hmm. yeah um okay, but dang. yeah no it was uh it was a long old episode it was a fun one though yeah i i like the season honestly everybody's good at what they do yeah everybody's bringing it yes. everybody has good fashion their uh -huh. personalities that we love it's comfort food it is comfort food and we learned in the first episode of course that nobody is actually going to be going home they're going to be operating on a points system yeah which is even better which is great because yeah. everybody can just relax 100 percent. and i think it, it's kind of what we when when all stars 2 came out everybody thought initially that that's what the format was going to be be that nobody was going to go home yeah. and that it was just going to be a point system yeah and everybody i think was kind of into that idea because at the end of the day we just want to see the queens do the thing that's the thing i don't care about the competition and the more queens that are there the more uh potential for me to be entertained yeah and you know what the great part about those early episodes in the uh, seasons always are the chemistry that you have between all of the queens exactly yeah like the fucking popcorn of it all and everyone bouncing off of each other mm -hmm. it's so much fun to watch so yes. I'm really loving it, and I just have to say, like, my highlight for episode one in general was Jinx Monsoon. She's yeah. also my highlight for episode. I think Jinx is my highlight. Yeah, you yeah. love Jinx. I you love, love Jinx. Jinx. When we watched season five, which is the first season we ever watched, like yeah. as it was happening, you were like, 
Team Jinx. Yeah, but that's not really a hot take. They're so fucking talented. Like, yeah, but like yeah. people were like me, like Team Alaska. More people, I think, were Team Alaska when the season was actually airing. If yeah, being okay. honest, well, you know, whatever. Yeah, but anyway, you yeah, you love Jinx, and you've yeah. always loved Jinx. Yeah. You know, that's but, what I'm saying. You were a little bit ahead of the curve. Look, we love Jinx, and also, I mean, like a, a deep and hearty hour hour to Jinx because at the beginning of the pandemic, like in 2020, Jinx reshared our uh, link to the secret society that doesn't mm-hmm. suck on their Instagram. They were resharing different queer artists uh, links and stuff like that yeah. and some people actually found us because of jinx so like yeah they have a forever place in my heart mm-hmm. um but yeah like outside of that they came off so strong their reading challenge was so good and like yeah i, I don't know i mean i was just happy yeah I, I honestly i don't really remember that much from the first episode uh-huh yeah because you're just kind of taking it in yeah the second episode had double snatch game though and that is really what i want to talk about okay so do you have just... anything you need to say about the first i mean the first i'm the most excited to see evie oddly i love that bitch yeah oh 100 mm. yeah yeah this episode is brought to you in part by audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite gripping investigations ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free true crime. That's amazon.com slash ad-free true crime to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Um, but let's just move right into uh, episode two because we got a lot to talk about. Okay, double snatch game. Thoughts, yeah. feelings, opinions? I thought it was great. Yeah. And I think Roger should have been in the top two. 100%. Yeah. I don't know how the trinity got there but i think Mm-mm. they just did it for the drama i think so yeah yeah i mean trinity has had some contention with the fan base uh since being crowned for all stars for not because she was crowned for all stars for but for other reasons that we really just don't need to even get into Ugh, the internet of it um, all, yeah yeah because it's all gossip and and rumors and, yeah. yeah and i think the fact that she did play the devil was kind of like leaning into the the leaning into that a little bit yeah and i think it was fun to take the piss out of the devil because yeah. the devil is just such a silly sassy motherfucker and oh. like we said it last week there's nothing gayer than fucking satan 100 percent. so you know i appreciate that trinity uh put that into uh um, uh uh mainstream yeah in, into the consciousness thank you thank you yeah no and and i will say if you're completely out on the loop or out of the loop as we like to say in the biz um trinity essentially got in some hot water because people think that they unearthed a reddit account that belonged to them called she devil by night uh-huh. so a lot of people joke about that the thing is though after the fact some people don't know if it was them or somebody who was close to them it's never been confirmed but yeah. at the end of the day i thought that was yeah a real fun cheeky nod to that mm-hmm. and, but at the same time it was a strong character it was um now i will say 
Jinx Monsoon completely snatched that episode. 100%. Yeah. No pun intended or pun oh. intended. Well, yeah. And like the Natasha Leone was good. I think it was missing a voice. If yeah. We're I mean, the voice was there, but I feel like it wasn't enough of a caricature. Yeah. The cadence was there, but she didn't really take the piss enough, I guess. Yeah. Or yeah. I guess. Because yeah. I feel it wasn't stanky enough. No, Natasha Leone's a stanky nasty mm-hmm. bitch. And, we love and I love it. her for that. Yeah, absolutely. But that mm-hmm. Judy Garland. Oh, so funny. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, like, honestly, like, I think one of the best Snatch games of all time. Like, we don't yeah. really need to go over it because for those who saw it, they're like, okay, if you're going to sit here and praise it, guys, that's like giving your opinion on Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Right, like, yeah. You and everybody else. Yeah. But, like, holy fuck, it was so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that you want to mention outside of that? Like, um, honestly, for the game? Oh, my God, I have a note about episode one. Okay. How, how did they choose that lip sync song? Oh my God! We didn't talk about Old yeah. McDonald. You can tell the oh. Drag Race viewership is getting younger yeah. and younger by the fucking day. <laughs> I'm just gonna say the Wiggles <laughs> for season eight, maybe of All Stars. Yeah, Baby Shark potentially. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, I get it was like a, a very lovely rendition of Old McDonald. I wouldn't say lovely. It was a rendition of Old McDonald. I don't think a lovely rendition of Old McDonald exists. Uh, well, I mean, that's a pure opinion. <laughs> but yeah, you know, the times, they've changed. Um, but that it was questionable. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was just, it wasn't questionable. It was just weird. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, uh, yeah. yeah. I suppose questionable okay. is the appropriate word. I don't know. It, yeah. Everybody was stunned. Yeah, we all were. Yeah. yeah. Including the queens, I think. But anyway, uh, it was it was a strong start. I'm so excited for All-Stars winter season. I don't know who's going to win, but I could, think it could be Jinx. I think it could be Jinx, and I think it could be Shea Coulee. Or Raja. Or Raja's Raja. Raja's doing so well. I'm such a big Raja fan, and I'm so excited to see them coming out. Madam? I know. It was so good. It was great. If and that's what I was going to yeah. say before you so rudely interrupted me Excuse and took me, me back to episode one. How dare you give fodder to the people who think that I mean to you? <laughs> How <laughs> very dare you? We're going to get a fucking one star inst- or a fucking like yeah. review now. And it's going to be like, Rotten Johnny <laughs> at it again. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler yeah. calls out Johnny on yeah. Mike. Um, head Johnny <laughs> shutting down the ties. But I was going to say, in regards to Snatch Game, Raja's makeup skills were yeah. so good because oh. that Diana Freeland was yeah. it. Like, you know when they draw people for caricatures in newspapers mm-hmm. and they just have those like kind of like grotesque... Uh, exaggerations yeah that's what raja did well and a that's diana vreeland i mean that's and fair. raja captured that honestly <laughs> yeah look. again i i really think she should have been top two yeah like she should have she should have gotten there a legendary legend star for that yeah and mm-hmm. if you have never watched the diana vreeland documentary i think it is i want to say the eyes have it but that's not, not it. It. that's it. that makeup video yeah which um, you should also watch yeah 100 percent but uh, it's on Netflix, and um, if you just look up Diana Vreeland documentary, you will find it. It is so wonderful, and mm-hmm. it's a great introduction to who this individual was. Yeah, and uh, out, out to everybody on the Secret Society, um, because we had uh, Jada Essence Hall do the Lady Chablis. Yeah! Yeah, and we literally just finished reading on uh, the book club, the, the Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Yeah, and that, so... You know, shady lady... <laughs> the Shady Lady Chablis. <laughs> the Shady Lady yeah. Sabri is the character... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Um, anyway. 
Our yeah. hour to the secret society members. Yeah, so good. Anyway, whoever like chose uh, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil for us to read for the last book club, you psychic baby. Uh huh. You, you're yeah. good at that, or you just knew what was up. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, um, anything else that you want to say about Drag Race? We didn't really do high points and low points, but honestly, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I, we, I think we were just we were too excited, we were just happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to this season. I have no idea how long it's going to be. No. <laughs> but I, I'm just along for the ride. It's going to be great. Me too. But speaking of being along for the ride, I just want to thank everybody that just came along for the ride with us because we definitely did more than four minutes about Drag Race there. Yeah, we always do. Yeah. Like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, yeah. I, I think we're ready to move on and get into some more spooky gate bullshit. Yeah. And I'm going to start us off. Yeah. So listen up, slut puppies. Oh, and okay. turn your phasers to ugh, jesus gross because it seems like the satanic panic is still raging on Aww. because a club of pagans witches and satanists say its affiliation with the adelaide university union in south australia has been rejected because of a complaint that its members may try to summon the devil onto campus what? <laughs> yeah the devil's got better things to do uh-huh yeah Now, the Adelaide University Occult Club was formed in late 2020 and provisionally registered with the Adelaide University Union, or the AAUU, if you're nasty, in the early... in early 2021 but earlier this month an application for full registration was not approved and that essentially cut the club off from any kind of funding from the university and it barred them from having access to space and equipment on campus now apparently there was really only one complaint against the club and so the club plans to challenge the rejection that they received Adelaide University Occult Club president Ashley Towner, who uses they them pronouns, said that the occultists are often associated with criminal activity and Satan worship and that neither assumption is true or founded. Yeah. They said, quote, even if we did want to summon Satan, it's not against university or union policy to do so. So it's still not really grounds to reject us. Get into <laughs> it. That's the thing. First of all, they're like, we've uh-huh. got way cooler shit to do than summon satan and yeah. second of all even if we wanted to there's really nothing wrong with it 100 percent. yeah but then ashley also followed that up by saying that they were completely unaware of anyone in the club who actually believed in like the literal existence of satan yeah and that the risk of anybody wanting to summon satan was incredibly low 100 and i would also highly recommend that anybody on staff who is concerned about this uh, may want to survey like a first year world religion course where you could learn about satanism and about the fact that they don't actually worship the devil. Yeah, on the main show this week, we kind of poked some fun at religion, and I was saying every time I learn about a new religion, I like to look up and see what their stance on homosexuality is. Mm-hmm. The only religion that I've really come across that is like totally a okay with it, no problem at all, is Satanism. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, and look, some people may come out of the woodwork and oh, I know there are more. With that. Yeah, but yeah. in my personal experience, it's the only one I've come across. Yeah. Um, But anyway, the AAU spokesperson, so the Adelaide University Union spokesperson, said that a motion to register the occult club failed because only two of the four club committee members voted and motions required three votes to be carried. Mm -hmm. But the spokesperson did say that they could appeal to the AUU board. But then Ashley was like, nah, that's bullshit. They don't really have any interest in hearing students' voices. They said that these people have just made the decision based on their own 
political gain, rather that's what's actually democratically desired at the university or not. Now, the AUU board and two of the club's committees for members are chosen by student votes. And it's also pointed out that on campus, there are six Christian clubs, one Muslim club and one secular club registered with the union. And so by rights, an occult club cannot be discriminated against yeah. because, you know, it is a legitimate religion to some people. But anyway, this is still being worked out there. You know, I'm sure they're going to file a complaint. Maybe it will be reassessed and maybe after Adelaide University will have their occult club after all. Who knows? We're just going to have to wait and see. But I'd say if they aren't able to fully register the club, there will be hell to pay. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Thank you. No problem. I also want to thank my source, though. abc.net.au and Eugene Brover for the uh, article, Occult Club Registration Rejected After Complaint, It May Summon Satan to University of Adelaide. That was published May 26, 2022. All right. Thank you, Tyler. You're welcome. Um, well, I want to kick things off today with a little bit of spooky, ooky, spooky gay bullshit. And honestly, it's some of my favorite spooky gay bullshit that I've seen in a while. And like, I know I say that from time to time. Uh-huh. But this one really hits home for me. Okay. Um, it actually directly relates to the stuffed animal that I used to sleep with from babyhood up until a certain point of childhood. Okay. And it actually was, you know, it was in my room until my fucking dog ate it in the seventh grade. But um, anyway, basically, this not only relates to a childhood toy of mine, but it also uh -huh. relates to an upcoming movie that I want to underline uh, is not sponsored whatsoever. Like this conversation is only because um i'm here for the freak show so okay. anyway there's a new horror movie on the scene and it has people talking baby um mostly people online but it's because it happens to star one of the most unlikely antagonists that one would expect to see in a slasher horror movie mm. and i mean look we're used to seeing stunty killers in slasher movies. You got mm -hmm. the ginger dead man. Yes. You got uh, Leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> among many others. Oh, my like, God. There's the marionette. There's yeah. like that murder, murderous Pinocchio movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then there's that uh, Goosebumps episode about a killer sponge. Yeah. People get real creative. But move away, fuckers, because there's a new queen in town. Because I'm proud to announce that the new unexpected slasher icon is here. And they are none other than Wynn. Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> to quote wait. the Canadian Heritage Minute, that's Winnie the Pooh. Why poo, son? I yeah. don't know. Just yeah. Winnie the Pooh. Poo. Yeah. Uh -huh. And folks are a titter after the recent announcement that Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey will be released soon. It is an indie horror movie. It's set to be released. It's currently in post-production. That means it's in the fucking can, baby. Okay. But yeah. how did they do it? Well... Um, it's in the public domain now. Winnie yeah. the Pooh is in the public domain? Yeah, so, uh, So, <laughs> they can go full-on branding with it. Yeah, you can go full tits out Lizzie Borden with this idea, babies. Yeah, oh, you want to take no. Winnie the Pooh, and you want to fucking twist it into your, uh, next, like, hot, steamy, thick, uh, icon? Yeah, baby, there you go. I'm sure it's happening right now as we speak. Yeah, sorry, I'm doing cartwheels mentally over the possibilities right now, but uh -huh. the thing is 
is uh, this movie is a uh, it touts itself as a retelling of the Winnie the Pooh legend. Okay. And I mean, look, many of us know Winnie. They're a famous uh, kind of anthropomorphic teddy bear. Uh-huh. It was created by A.A. A. Milne and the illustrator E.H. Shepard. And it's kind of been a part of pop culture ever since 1926 when the house at Pooh Corner was published. The house at Pooh Corner? Yeah, P-O-O-H. Who wants to live on Pooh Corner? Well, you know, times were different back then. Wait, what was what was the year? Were they 1926. Still... Oh, they weren't throwing poop out their window at that no, point. No, I mean, some people may have. Maybe. You know, yeah, yeah, don't speak for my family, thank you. <laughs> but later in the 1960s, Winnie the Pooh really hit it big when Disney picked it up and kind of turned it into this like franchise superstar that we oh, know now. hell yeah, yeah. Winnie the Pooh blankets, Winnie the Pooh pillows, Winnie the Pooh... Pooh Bears. Winnie, Winnie the, the Pooh, Pooh movies. Well, yeah. Yeah. Winnie yeah. the Pooh toilet paper and Winnie the Pooh uh, diapers that you can actually Winnie the Pooh in. I'm sure there's also a Winnie the Pooh bidet attachment that also like sprays the water out of Winnie the Pooh's mouth. Probably. Or, like they yeah. wiggle their nose and the water comes out of that. <laughs> and it goes, Exactly. Yeah. It's adorable. Um, but anyway, the thing is, you know, it hit it big. It was a big part of pop culture for so many of us growing up. Mm-hmm. I had a stuffed Winnie the Pooh growing up and I fucking love it that's I, the one your dog ate yeah and i was like you know i was fucking like i'm not gonna say i was punk as fuck i was like 14 i was like kind of mall goth as fuck but i uh-huh. cried when that thing got ripped apart fair enough it's mm-hmm. very sentimental yeah i loved it and i i did not like that dog afterward <laughs> you held a grudge she got put down shortly afterward and i was like ha <laughs> you manifested it. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's me, you uh, know. Yeah, the yeah. the dog hater. Okay. Yeah, anyway, sure. the thing is, um, it, it entered the public domain. So now adaptations like this one from writer director Riz Frake Waterfield are legal at this point. And Dang. honestly, it looks like fun. Uh, as Dread Central pointed it out, uh, it kind of has like your next vibes. Or as I was looking at it, it kind of has like the strangers vibes. Like it's like people. In oh these... my God. I'm showing Tyler the photo. In Johnny these... is showing me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like a serial killer in a Winnie the Pooh mask. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> There's like somebody in like a pig mask, like pig, there's piglet, you know, oh the whole God. gang's here. You know what? Yeah. It's really kind of fucking smart. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. Somebody's in a hot tub and like Pooh and what looks to be a uh, piglet are like approaching her from behind in a very menacing manner. We have uh get out written in blood across window panes. Damn. Yeah. So it also kind of has like the strangers kind oh. of uh, vibe to me. I don't know. Do you think they're like trying to reclaim the woods? Like what is it? Seven, eight? woods like maybe oh, like there's a yeah. new a new house that comes up in the, in the Winnie the Pooh woods and they they want to make them leave okay this is not sponsored but I'm I don't so know. fucking excited for this movie <laughs> I have no I, idea what it's about I have no idea but I, yeah my my heart is just <laughs> my heart is wide open right now listen the possibilities are endless like yeah. you could have a Winnie the Pooh you know in that moment um, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre where you're with Leatherface yeah. for one of the first times he takes off his mask he's like licking his teeth it's all gross and nasty mm-hmm. you could have a moment like that with Winnie the Pooh but then he's just like eating blood out of yeah. a Honeypot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, totally. That's very, you know, yeah. blood and honey. And there's gotta be like some sort of poo in, uh, poo tie in. I said I said poo in. Yeah, oh, there has to be a poo tie. There has to be a poo in. Yeah. Anyway, so. I'm into it regardless. We will keep you updated as this whole thing moves forward. Again, not sponsored, but, you know, when things like this pique our interest, 
yeah. can't help but talk about them. Absolutely. So I just want to say a huge thank you to the OG article that published about this uh, on Dread Central. Uh, it was entitled Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, Violent New Horror Film Reworks a Childhood Classic with <laughs> Images, published by Josh Corngut on May 24th of 2022. And I mean, listen, before we like completely get off of this topic... Disney must be freaking the fuck out. Oh yeah, bitch. Because I'm there must have been something that happened because I don't feel like Winnie the Pooh would just like or I don't feel like Disney would just let Winnie the Pooh go. Mm. Something must have happened. Something slipped through the cracks. Yeah. Um so I need to do some invested litigation on this. I need to put on my best Nancy Drew hat and figure that out. Please do. But yeah, Disney is probably shitting their pants. They are pooing their pants. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're whinnying and pooing. That's right. Yeah. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. Liquid IV is perfect for daily use before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, or on long flights. Basically, anytime you need a pick-me-up, however you hydrate. Grab your Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier Sugar-Free in bulk, nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code WONDERY at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WONDERY at liquidiv.com. All right. Now, I got a, a, another piece of spooky gay bullshit here. They just put a smile on my face. We're keeping it light here this week, I yeah. think. Yeah, you know what? Like, our hearts go out to everybody that has been so fucking drugged down by the news and everybody who's affected by what happened in Texas uh -huh. at that elementary school. Like, 19 fucking children lost their lives um like it, it's been so brutal and we've had a lot of people reaching out just not knowing how to place things and you know hopefully we can offer some laughs um and you know a little bit of uh, a little bit of a respite from that but i i just wanted to kind of mention that because we see you and we hear you yeah and like we hold so much space for you in our hearts right now we are not being blissfully ignorant but we are trying to give people a, a reprieve from the heaviness that is all around us yeah, and also happy to offer a reminder to anybody that needs it that there's a lot of space up here in Canada. Tons. You, know, you could, uh, I'm not saying that you have to move, and I'm not saying one is better than the other by any means, look. But I'm just saying there's a lot of room up here. There's a lot of room. Yeah. Yeah, so get into it. Yeah, come see us. That's right. Yeah. But also get into this. Okay. So we talk a lot. Well, I guess we don't talk a lot about like death rituals, but we are very aware of like death practices, especially thanks to like this kind of like uprising of morticians on the internet who are just trying to demystify the whole dying process yeah. in, in the funeral industry and all of that stuff. Pushing forward death positivity. 100%. So because of that, I feel like not everyone at this point in time is afraid of being forgotten about when we die. Although some people still definitely are. And as human beings, like I said, we've developed many different rituals and practices to ensure 
sure that there are slivers of our lives left behind. Uh, tombstones and gravestones are an obvious example of that. Obituaries and prayer cards are another way that we may be remembered. And then you have more public displays of legacy in the form of tree memorials and park bench memorials. Now, oftentimes public memorials like this are organized through a city or an organization or something like that. These public memorials are everywhere though, but they're very subtle and often overlooked. But every now and then, one stands out amongst the crowd like the memorial bench for Hugh Davies in Aberystwyth, Wales. Okay. Now, historian James Vaughn tweeted a photograph of a memorial bench on May 15th, 2022, and pretty soon the thing went viral because the memorial plaque was a little more unique than most. It read, in loving memory of Hugh Davies, who used to sit here and shout, fuck off at the seagulls. <laughs> I'm relatable. As somebody who grew up near the ocean sometimes, <laughs> those motherfuckresses need to be put in their place. Listen, I totally agree. Yeah. Like, seagulls are a majestic bird. Like, yes. Bless them and their little gullets. Yep. Bless the seagulls. Bless the tern. Uh -huh. We love tern as well. But yeah. they also uh, rip apart your trash bags. Yep. They will try to steal your food. Mm -hmm. They will try to steal your smallest child. And also, having grown up uh, at, on a schoolyard close to the sea, they will also try to shit on you at any given opportunity. Oh, and they'll get you. Oh, they will get they you. Will get Every you. day, at least one kid got shit on. Yeah. And you were just hoping that it wasn't going to be you. Yeah, and we grew up in, like, the, the actual 90s. Like, that's when we were, like, in school. <laughs> so, I mean, like, we were wearing these bright-ass, ugly colors. Oh, yeah. We were just sitting there We couldn't waiting. hide. Yeah. Those windbreakers were just screaming to the yeah. high heavens. <laughs> yeah. None yeah. of that, like, fucking, like, you know, prettied-up 90s that, you know, has been reclaimed lately. Like, we're talking, like, ugly day glow. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Shit magnets. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, seagulls, yeah, I don't despise them, but I, I definitely understand where Hugh Davies was coming from. And in fact, many other people did as well, because locals in the area said that they found the plaque to be quite funny because seagulls, surprise, surprise, had such a bad reputation in yeah, the area. It's relatable content. It really, truly is. Now, it seems that the only people who didn't necessarily find the plaque as funny as everybody else was the local council because when the plaque went viral online the council found out about it they investigated the memorial bench and then they learned that the hugh davies memorial plaque was unauthorized and then they ordered to have it removed literally shitting on everyone's fun like a seagull i was gonna say yeah now you're the seagull yeah fuck you yeah yeah you're the one that's ripping up everybody's trash and you're the one that's that's pooping on the day glow green children yeah and you know what if Hugh were around right now he does some choice fucking wrong for yeah. you yeah oh imagine it okay you yeah. know the green children of Woolpit? sure remake it yeah takes place in the 90s yeah the day glow green children of Woolpit. of gull shit <laughs> the day glow green children of gull shit write that down write that down write that down okay we can make that after we make our winnie the pooh movie oh okay no <laughs> I, uh, the pinnacle of movie or Winnie yeah, the Pooh movies. Is if it, being made. Listen, if it's public domain, there could be more than one Winnie the Pooh horror movie. I'm just saying. That's true. We're just yeah. gonna make like the classy yeah. one. If we've <laughs> classy Disney. The classy Disney. If we've learned anything from the Amityville, uh, I'm not even gonna say franchise. I'm gonna say 
maelstrom um (laughs) then yeah no you can you can do whatever the fuck you want after a certain threshold's been reached that's it it's fair game baby yeah 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 escape from winnie the pooh island coming soon yeah now this the the hugh memorial plaque the hugh davies memorial plaque it's removed now and the council has basically been called spoil sports by those online and and those who saw amusement in the bench yeah and as of right now it remains to be unseen if an authorized plaque dedicated to hugh davies may be installed to replace the old one we don't even know if, if, if that's possible but i mean i saw a picture of the bench after the plaque was removed and now there's just this like ugly square yeah of where a plaque used to be so. and that's not very sexy yeah no. and it made people laugh and it's 2022 and people just need to fucking laugh okay yeah yeah so leave leave the leave it alone yeah now you're gonna be known <laughs> yeah. as the town that hates laughter what do you think about that yeah yeah what a terrible reputation god anyway yeah. what's the town again aberystwyth aberystwyth it's in wales so of course it's not it does it's not spelled anything like it's mm-hmm. pronounced but it's spelled a b e r y s t w y t h and i implore any spooky bitch that has time to send a complaint to their council and yeah. tell them to put the freaking plaque back a sternly worded letter thank yeah. you be nice and be kind you know winnie the pooh would know you get more kindness with sugar <laughs> Anyway, I just want to thank my source. Thank you to uk.news.yahoo.com and Jimmy Sabuga for uh, the article Man's Foul Mouth Memorial Bench Plaque Removed by Council. Her rump published on May 18th, 2022. I appreciate the harumph. Yeah, you're welcome. It's necessary. Was that you who added the harumph? I did. Oh. Yeah, okay. that was well, my own flavor. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, editorializing, I see. That's right. Thank you. Okay. Well, um, I'm going to round my my sweet of spooky gate bullshit out today um, with a little piece that Valley sent us. And this actually comes from the depths of TikTok. So Ooh. our our Valley, our our TikTok, and more specifically, our our to a TikTok user named Ren A or Ren May M. Okay. Ren Mayem. Ren Mayem. Yeah. Great okay. name. Uh, W-R-E-N, it. then M-A-E, then the letter M. All so right. Ren Mayem has been experiencing some rather strange uh, paranormal phenomena recently, and they decided to share it with, you know, the talk, yeah. as people say. Listen, things get dark on TikTok. Yeah, shit gets dark on the talk, man. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> basically, while ghosts on TikTok may not be the freshest thing, honestly, uh, this user's experiences are taking place in one of the most horrifying environments in a home that one could think of. The laundry room. No, a newborn baby's room. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, that's not where you want your ghost stuff going down. Yeah, like if you have a newborn baby's room, like that's the, yeah, that's exactly where you don't want that shit going down. Yeah. You're like, the china cabinet? Fine. Break my tchotchkes. This baby, we kind of, we're kind of invested in them. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can't just go on eBay and, well, you know what? You might. Yeah. Actually, no, wait. You got to go on Wayfair. <laughs> you're right you're yeah. absolutely right how could i be so daft yeah, yeah. you gotta you just look, have to go yeah you gotta look for the twenty thousand dollar pillows named yeah. angela yeah and like dylan yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that's not true by the way but i remember once johnny had to uh was speaking with somebody in customer service uh through wayfair yeah. and you asked them about that and they said they get calls about it every day yeah well i mean we had a moment we were waiting to hear something from somebody it was like because you know something broke from wayfair surprise surprise <laughs> and uh yeah we, i was just chatting with the person for a moment i was like and like it was going well so i was like yeah, yeah how often do people ask you about that tra- 
trafficking thing. Yeah. And, and they were like, oh, you. Yeah. Yeah. Every yeah. day. All the fucking time, actually. <laughs> Whenever people get real mad at me, especially. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's when they love to bring it up. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so shit's going down in a newborn baby's room over at Ren Mae M's house. So as if this were plucked from the script pages of like Paranormal Activity 2, a user, Ren Mae M, has posted a number of TikToks recently outlining what seems to be a paranormal presence in and around their baby's crib. Uh-uh, honey. Yeah. And their baby, who has a crib in the parent's room, can basically be seen in baby monitor footage that's been posted to the account doing their baby things, sleeping, rolling, you know, shit and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. When all of a sudden things start to kind of happen around them, such as the mattress of the crib being like pushed and pulling in, almost like you remember the original haunting, not not the lovely one with Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh yeah, not yeah. the nineteen ninety nine haunting that yeah. I watched many many times. Even recently, yeah, no, we love that joint. But mm-hmm. uh, no, I'm talking the OG haunting. You know that scene where she's in the room and then the wall is like breathing. It's like undulating. Oh yeah, so fucking freaky. Mm-hmm. Well, that is basically happening with their child's crib mattress. I hate it. Yeah. Not a good sign when the mattress has breath. Uh-huh. Um, and basically beyond that, they recently caught the image of what seems to be like really slender fingers sliding up from underneath the crib and poking out and like pulling at the mattress. Ooh, yeah. like a monster under the bed. Yeah, while the baby lays inside. Ugh. Horrifying. Now, they've posted a total of three videos recording this with like a second perspective as well. So you can see like a top-down baby monitor view, but then you also see like a secondary camera that they set up in the room in some of the TikToks Uh and to make things even weirder when the hand kind of like appears like in the crib you the, the baby just stops moving Ooh, because yeah. it's like probably senses that something's there. Yeah, because it's been like rocking and rolling and turning and all that kind of stuff. And then like when the fingers just kind of like dance on the edge of the mattress, it just it's still. Ooh, yeah. yeah really eerie Uh um so basically they claim that it's not faked the family says that there are boxes stored under like what little under crib space that there is so they swear that it cannot be them that's why they showed that second angle just to be like hey look there's not somebody just rap a tap a tap and playing air piano on the yeah because you can see the full room yeah in that yeah right and you can see uh like basically like them sleeping in the bed while all of this goes on okay yeah, mm. it's creepy as fuck. They claim it's not faked. And, you know, regardless of whether or not you think it's real, because, you know, like we're open to all sides of the conversation here. Sure. Um, the videos are going viral at the moment, so you can check them out if you haven't seen them already. Like I said, they are still up there. W-R-E-N-M-A-E-N-N-M. Um, but, yeah, this, this is freaky deaky. It really preys on some people's worst possible nightmares 100% yeah and I mean like look for those who believe it really makes you wonder what's going to happen next and time will only tell but uh yeah nightmare situation for anyone with kids right 100% yeah yeah yeah. like it's freaky enough on like its own just having a baby right and dealing with you know the exorcist like puke that comes (laughs) forth from it Uh but like imagine like now having to deal with like the spooky ookies yeah because then your baby is exorcist puking and then your demon is exorcist puking and that's just a lot of puke to deal with that's the thing it's like is this baby puke is it demon puke what are we dealing with here Mm -hmm. who do i yell at yeah Yeah. exactly but if the demon is nice you gotta live in nanny 
One hundred. You know? Yeah, actually, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. That demon and that baby bond. Yeah, maybe. You know, it's kind of a good sign that the baby didn't move when the hand came into the crib. Then why? <laughs> Because it calmed the baby down. That's a good sign if that uh, if that demon's going to be that baby's nanny. Okay, well, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But I still think the baby was probably frozen in fear if it was That real. works, too. Keep him in line. Yeah. <laughs> ba- baby will Rule fuck with it. an yeah. iron hand. What? An iron hand and a verbal glove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Get into it. Listen. Now, what? I'm glad we're not going to have babies because we think that a demon nanny is a good idea. No, and like no demon wants Fleetwood. <laughs> no. <laughs> Any spirit that's been in this house for a while is like, you can have that like, That one. dog's really annoying. Bye, Yeah, y'all. you got like that yeah. doll. You got that cranky ass little hedgehog. Uh-huh. Then, I mean, they have Behemoth. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's thirsty, though. It's true. And he's yeah. too sweet for a demon. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like a demon would want a cat with a little bit of round. Yeah, a demon would... Yeah, that's the thing. The demon would be like, oh, the cat's named Behemoth? Yes! And then they would get it and be like, oh, this cat can't do anything for itself. Yeah. Oh, it won't even fight back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. This cat doesn't even drink vodka. Boring. Yeah, they're like, it's a rag doll. Mm, no, thanks. Yeah. Okay, anyway, thank you to the OG article. It was from wehavekids.com. Um, it was entitled, Baby Monitor Catches Something Eerie Inside Infant's Crib, and No One Can Explain It, published by Lauren Gordon on May 24th, 2022. But honestly... That was just kind of a facsimile and breakdown of what was going on over on the TikTok account, Ren A or May M. Um, So go check them out if you want to see the OG videos. And once again, thank you to Valley for thinking about us and sending this in. Thank you, Valley. Mm -hmm. And if anybody sees any updates to this story, please let us know. Yeah. All right, I have one more piece of spooky gay bullshit, but before before I get into it, I forgot to thank the person who sent me the uh, email about my second piece of spooky gay bullshit about oh. Hugh Davies' uh, um, memorial. Okay. And that was from Haley. So I just want to say thank you, Haley. Thank and you. And I'm sorry I forgot to give you an hour, hour sooner. Yeah, so this is a shout-out and an apology to that's Haley. That's right. Exactly. And yeah, that's like double the show for your money. Yeah. Look at that. It's one-third of a Taylor Swift album, basically. Yeah, no money, double the show. Look at that. Yeah. Now... The last piece of spooky gay bullshit I have is news from one of my favorite subjects in the whole wide world. Okay, haunted objects. Hey, yes, you got it this time. I got it this time. Yeah. I'm. You know what? Fool me once. Mm-hmm. Shame on me. Fool. Yeah. No. Fool me twice. No. <laughs> Fool, me, Fool once, me once. Shame, shame on you. you. Fool, Fool me twice. twice shame, shame on me. Through fool me three times. Well, fuck what the, the hell? <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> fuck the world. Okay. Yeah. Um. So recently, a three hundred year old uh, Hindu temple in India that was built for Lord Pala- uh, sorry, Lord Balaji in Uttar Pradesh, mm-hmm. fell victim to a gang of thieving treasure hunters. These thieves went into the temple and stole 16 different idol statues. What the fuck? One was made of octo-alloy, which is a mix of several different metals, eight different metals, actually. Oh, shit. And then other deity statues were just decorated in silver. So these things were valuable. But not only were they valuable, people will go into these temples and they they pray to these statues and they pray to these deities. So in the eyes of the people who actually worship at the temple, these thieves basically stole their fucking gods. That's so fucked up. Yeah, exactly. It's really not cool. But um, 
this unfortunately is something that happens in India a lot. In February of 2022, the Washington Post actually shared an article reporting that thousands of these statues and ancient idols have been stolen from India, citing that because of the lax law enforcement that is is present, it's made it pretty easy to traffic antiquities out of India. Okay. So it's kind of like a booming industry of thieves. Ooh. And then many of these statues, unfortunately, are smuggled out of the country and then sold to collectors and museums elsewhere in the world. Mm -hmm. Now, of course, like I said, this is upsetting for locals because they're basically having their deities and their gods stolen from them. Um, but there is a, a group of international volunteers called the Indian Pride Project who do work to try and relocate these stolen idols. So basically, if they get tipped off of there being a new piece of... Uh, or an Indian artifact in a local museum, they will go and check it out. And if it matches the description of something that's stolen, they'll kind of start the the paper trail and try to get it returned if oh, it is cool. a stolen item. Yeah, and people are doing this just purely voluntary, voluntarily. So, awa awa to yeah, that. Yeah, that's important fucking work. 100%. But in the case of these most recent thefts, the idols were actually not returned by volunteers who are tracking down these stolen artifacts. They were returned by the thieves themselves. Oh, that's salacious. Yeah, so get into this. The thieves themselves, of course, have yet to be identified. But sometime after the initial theft, 14 of the 16 statues stolen from the temple were returned from where they were taken. And the statues were outside of the temple with a note attached to them. So police inspector Rajav Singh told the press that the thieves left behind a confession note saying that they were returning their idols because they were causing them to have scary dreams. The note said, we have not been able to sleep, eat, and live peacefully. Mm -hmm. We are fed up with the scary dreams and are returning your valuables. Well, that's what you get, bitch. 100%. Yeah. And I gotta say, if that's true, that's like some pretty impressive built-in security. Like, if we were all able to somehow market this idea and, and curse our valuables to protect them from being stolen, then that might not be a bad idea. Oh, 100%. Like, I could have kept my sister out of my room growing up yeah that been real cool but then on the other hand she probably would have like cursed the n64 and charmed me away from that this is true it could get pretty messy pretty quick yeah 100 percent. Right? it's like i just wanted to use the vitamix yeah totally you know, i figured like you know you wouldn't want me to go out and spend a thousand dollars like well, let's just share the vitamix you had a They're... vitamix <laughs> no it's <laughs> like I was like, the fuck kind of house did you grow up in with a Vitamix? Thank Absolutely you. not. No offense to anybody that has one or had one. Listen, if up. you have a Vitamix, good for you because, like, yeah. you know, you're probably a blender queen. No, but we just weren't anywhere near that tax bracket. So I was like, you had a Vitamix. No, okay. we didn't even have a blender. Yeah. We had a food processor. Yeah. And it cut up cheese great. Hot. Yeah. Hot shit. <laughs> I think we had like a, a blender after like enough years. Yeah. Because for the longest time it was like, those are so bespoke. Mm -hmm. And then like once you could get like a Danby one for like 20 bucks, my mom was like, Fuck That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I was actually the one that was obsessed with blenders because I loved that YouTube channel. Will it blend? 
Oh, really? Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Well, it went. Yeah, that yeah. was the question. And then the infomercial for the Magic Bullet came out, like the very first one, and mm-hmm. I was in love with it. I watched it every time it was on. That's and then, so sweet. And then I got a Magic Bullet for graduation. You did. I remember you had one when I uh, when I, we first yeah. got together, and I was. Yeah. I remember first going into your kitchen and going, "You got a Magic Bullet, bitch!" There were like forty dollars. <laughs> well, again. <laughs> Yeah. But but that's what sold you on me, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That magic bullet. You don't need to tell me that. You don't need to tell me how much you uh, spent on it. My love don't cost a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like J Lo <laughs> in many right. ways. Mm-hmm. Now, like I said, uh, the thieves that took these idols in the first place have yet to be identified. But I would really like. I kind of hope they are identified because a you stole a bunch of people's you know yeah artifacts yeah we love drama yeah exactly but i also want to know more about what their experiences was like were like like what were these dreams like yeah you know like who are you getting chased by exactly yeah. but you know only time will tell so we maybe we'll get more closure on this story maybe not but we can at least rest easy knowing that the artifacts well all but two of them are back where they belong and then i just want to thank my source Thanks to TheGuardian.com for the article, We're Fed Up with Scary Dreams, Thieves Return Temple Treasures in India, Author Unknown, and that was published on May 17th, 2022. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Fun. 100%. Fun because I'm not the one being cursed. That's right. Yeah. Yay. Okay. Well, um, that was lovely. That was super cute. Do you want to do some low stakes advice to round things off? I sure do. Cute. Okay, so... I'm going to put five minutes with a little contingency on the timer. We are not going to do another hour of low stakes advice this week. Sorry <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. But that was fun. It was so much fun Um, to the point that afterward I started to get anxiety being like, are people going to be upset that we did too much low stakes advice? Right. But I think it was good. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. I don't think people were mad. It was a good time. So we've posted on Instagram. If you want to get your low sticks advice answered, please uh, look on our Instagram on Wednesdays or Thursdays. We usually post on there requesting in our stories. Um, So yeah, you can submit through there. Unfortunately, if you try to put it to us on a DM or an email, we likely will not uh, see it or, uh, and we definitely will not respond to it on low sticks advice. So if you want to get into this segment, baby, you got to get into the Instagram stories at That's Spooky Pod. But other than that, I think we got everything set up and uh, we're good to go. So let's do it. First question. Okay. This one is, I have black hair naturally. Should I go full ginger? Ooh. You know what? I think that is something like if it's something that you want to do, I think it's something you need. You should have a consultation with yeah. uh, your hairstylist about. Yeah. Find a hairstylist you trust when you're trying to do something like that. Because I, I I have dark hair. I don't have black hair. But we have a friend who has black hair and it is a struggle for them to get their hair bleached to to a point where they're able to dye it the color that they want. Yeah. So I would say... Ask the people who know. Yeah. And here's the tea. Um, you're not going to want a stylist necessarily. You're going to want a colorist. Ooh. So find a good colorist. Look up somebody on Instagram, maybe if you're in an area where there could be a lot of people. But uh, yeah, regardless, uh, I, I wish you nothing but luck. Yeah. And, now, and ask about maintenance, too, because there's going to be some maintenance involved and you got to be able to commit to that. Yeah. But any any colorist worth their spit should probably be letting you know about that in a consultation. So True. anyway, go find that. Now, need a uh, dessert recipe, something sweet like you two. Oh, Aww. that's nice. Compliment or compliments get you far here yes um okay 
I'm, I won't say an enamel bars. Okay. I'll say blueberry pie. I love blueberry pie. Ooh. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Johnny used to make these delicious uh, graham cracker crust uh, cheesecake cupcake kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a it's like an icebox cheesecake. Yeah, and yeah. it was so good, and it very simple if you need something in a flash. Yeah, okay. How do I handle my husband's entire right-minded Trump-loving family this weekend uh, without, I guess, losing it? They said without it. Okay, how do you handle their entire right-minded Trump-loving family? Okay, well, Ooh. look, first of all, my heart goes out to you. Second of all... Um, it depends on how volatile they are, honestly. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, and I know that's probably not the answer you want, but there is no easy way to navigate these things. Yeah. Um, it, like, some of them may be a little softer than others, and a little bit more easy to get along with, and some of them may just want to fucking drill you on politics all the damn time. Yeah. Um, my best advice would be to try to steer away from those conversations as much as possible, even though you probably already know that. Mm -hmm. Um, so if you want some real good tips... I would say don't feel afraid to like set a boundary and be like, I need some time alone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Excuse yourself. Like you don't have to put yourself in a situation that you are uncomfortable with and your your partner should be understanding of that. You know, yeah. if you married them, you didn't marry their family. Yeah, 100 mm percent. -hmm. Should I save up for a nose job even though it's way too expensive? I mean, here's the thing. It, it depends on if it's something that you want. Mm -hmm. Honestly, people will say, oh, you don't need that. But it, nobody really needs a nose job. It's whether or not you want it. Well, I mean, some people have like some people medically need rhinoplasty okay, sure. because of septums. Yes. Um, there, There's a lot of nuance to that conversation. What I will say is if you are saving up for a rhinoplasty, save up. Pay the good money. Pay the good money. Go to a fucking good surgeon. If you don't feel comfortable, if you don't like their portfolio, go to somebody else. Yeah. You do not want a nose job that collapses in 10 years. You do not want somebody who is going to lead you down a path or allow you to ask for things that medically you cannot handle. Mm -hmm. You just... Like nose jobs, especially like I'm no plastic surgery expert by any means, but like from everything I've ever fucking learned in my 33 years, it's that nose jobs especially are something that you need to have a really good surgeon for. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because honestly, you you we all know there are a lot of fucked up nose jobs out there. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Tyler, I want to get into RPGs that are chill for beginners. What console should I buy? Ooh. Yeah. I mean, as far as like chill games, I feel like the Switch honestly does have more chill games, but I personally have really enjoyed the Xbox because I feel like there's a slightly bigger breadth of games, um, but the Xbox and the PS4 are kind of, or the PS5 are interchangeable, honestly. So I would be inclined to say the Switch, but even more so, search out the games that you want to play and then find out what console supports them the most, and then you'll have your answer. Yeah. I, as far as like a beginner RPG, Skyrim, if you're into fantasy, is perfect. It's it's endless, and you can go as intense as you want, and you can go as, as light as you want. There's a slight that. learning curve, but and that's available on all consoles. So Get yeah. into it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tips on getting rid of imposter syndrome as an artist. Ooh. Okay, um, this is a another layered one, but I would say, first of all, um, do as much as you can to remove hesitation from calling yourself an artist, um, wear it with pride, and beyond that, I would say, honestly, 
God. I've, I suffer with imposter syndrome mm -hmm. and there's no easy way to eradicate it. It's, it's a process of self love and it's a process of just realizing that you are good enough and that nobody truly has all the fucking answers. Yeah. We're all making it up as we go along. Even the people who you look out at and go like, Oh, they know it. And I, I'm shit. Like, honestly, there's somebody who's looking at you and thinking the same thing. That's it. Because people often, especially within art, you, you only see the work that people want you to see. You don't see the work that has been scrapped, that has been thrown away, that has been ripped up and thrown onto the floor, especially on Instagram, especially on Instagram. Right. So you don't see everybody's failures in, in, in their portfolio. You only see their successes and if you're measuring everything you do to that it's going to make you feel like you're just missing the mark somehow but guarantee that person that you're idolizing has just as many failures as you do. yeah and if you have to do stuff like take a uh, like day job to fucking be able to afford your rent to do your art there's no shame in doing that like i always used to say to tyler when we would get down it's like keith herring doesn't have uh artist activist and busboy at danceteria listed on his wikipedia page mm -hmm. like how you pay rent is your fucking business and it doesn't negate who you are as an artist and what you do but with that being said if you're doing art you should be able it should support you like you should be able to ask your worth yes you and, should and that is where uh imposter syndrome creeps in the most yeah because you're afraid to you're afraid somebody's gonna say no yeah. like put Put the price tag on your artwork that you think it, it deserves, and if somebody buys it for that, great. If somebody doesn't buy it for that, that's okay, too, and because if, your art is is worth it. And if people say stuff to you like, you know what, I would love to, but it's just expensive like unless you're like trying to charge like ten thousand dollars for something that should be 400 like something exorbitant like that but like if somebody's looking at your work and they're like a hundred dollars for art that's a little much that person's ignorant mm -hmm. period and here's also the thing if you're trying if you're having a hard time pricing your artwork try to price it by size not by time because then it, it gets complicated. So if you want to sell an eight by 10 for 200 bucks, sell all of your eight by tens for 200 bucks. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's the thing. You are enough and you're doing it and you deserve to feel valid. Now, yes. um, we're basically at time. So let's just take one more question each. How about? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you, uh, you go first? Go first? Cause I'm, I don't have them in front of me. Okay. Sugar daddy wants to be pegged into it, but need all the advice. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ooh. well, I, I hope that's what they mean by SD. They just wrote SD wants to be pegged, but I think that means sugar daddy i think so okay so if your sugar daddy wants to get pegged then i would recommend maybe like anal trainers or something like that if mm -hmm. they're not used to having anything back there you could even start with like a pinky but yeah like i would totally recommend just like putting a few bucks into like a little trainer butt plug set and then you can move you know like start with a little bit of play mm -hmm. um you start you know it's like when you're going over to a stranger's house you want to go along, knock, knock, knock on the door. Maybe you want to bring a little something with you, like a bottle of wine or yeah. a casserole <laughs> to kind of, you know, ease the situation. Uh -huh. You don't just want to go charging in there, taking off your fucking shoes and being like, let's eat. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. Let's play ball. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, yeah. that's rude. But also your sugar daddy, if, if your sugar daddy wants to do butt stuff, your sugar daddy should also look into uh, douching. Yeah. Oh, baby so yeah if they're if they're if they truly got the sugar 
daddy, then what you need to do is you need to look at them and you need to say, daddy, you need to get a, a bidet attachment for your toilet or uh-huh. you need to get a, a fucking a squeeze them, a good old squeeze them all douche yeah. or a little fleet enema or something like that. You need to clean out that little b-hole of yours because I'm... I'm not being fucking Peggy it'll, Hill. It'll be better for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. And there's no, there's no shame and there's no stigma in that. Yeah. So like, you know. Yeah. No, there's no shame. The there's no stigma. Just don't poop on Peggy Lee. That's all I can say. Yeah. yeah. But also shit happens. So Shit does happen, but I'm just saying. Yeah. You got to train that. You got to clean that. Then have some fun. Uh-huh. You know what? Like, yeah. Get up, get down with your bad self. That's right. All right. So here's here's our last question. Yeah. And this is appropriate because we're coming into Pride season. Any advice for an ally attending their first Pride festival? Mm-hmm. All right. I say, first and foremost, just have fun and be respectful. Like there is more than enough room for allies at Pride. Yeah. And you don't need to feel other than it's it's you know it's a celebration but also remember the history of pride be aware of of why pride happens that learn learn about stonewall you know pride was a riot before it was a parade 100 percent. there's people still fighting for their rights so if you want to be a really good ally during pride make sure you are if you're if you're like vacationing book with a a queer-owned business. Yeah. Eat at queer-owned restaurants. Uh, buy your alcohol at at queer establishments, and just support queer people with your money. Honestly, yeah. that's yeah. that's the truth. That's yeah. the way to do it. Don't support like the big corporations that are just slapping rainbows on their shit for yeah. the month of June and then taking down those flags for the rest of the year. You know exactly. Yeah. yeah. So support the community with your dollars and have. Fun. Yeah, totally. I love that. And at the end of the day, um, everything Tyler said, plus you could really take the advice that I had for pegging a sugar daddy and apply <laughs> it to being an ally at Pride. I mean, yeah. just, you know, enter gently and enter with intent and you'll be happy. Yeah. Oh, and also like if you're if you're sugar daddy going back to the sugar daddy. Okay. If your sugar daddy wants to get paid and, and you don't have the anatomy to peg, there are strap ons for that, honey. That's, and they work wonders. That's what pegging is. Oh, okay. Pretty sure. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Just clarifying. No, that's cool. And you know what? Also, to go, not not to show like favoritism to this person that asked about how to peg their sugar daddy, but if you really want to peg them good, <laughs> <laughs> uh, something you can look into are poppers. Now, they might be called VHS cleaner. I'm not going to tell They're you. They're legal in the United They're States. They're legal in the United States, but if you know anybody that likes to clean their, their VHS heads, let's just say. Um, but yeah, no, poppers, I mean, look those do the lord and the devil's work mm-hmm. yeah 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 but you don't need them no you don't need them i'm not telling you to go out and take poppers but yeah i'm just saying like yeah but anyway you know, pegging yeah. your sugar daddy or going to pride <laughs> poppers <laughs> yeah, why not? that's it get yeah. into it anyway yeah thank you everybody for submitting your spooky gay bullshit thank you and your low stakes advice thank and you your, yeah, yeah just thank you for being your sweet damn selves that's right is there anything that you want to t- go over real quick or talk about before we get out of here oh I just want to let people know that our pride merch is going to be delayed by a few days just a few days we're just still getting all all of the final details together there's some challenging some challenges with the graphics so anyway we're gonna we're gonna announce them on social media once it's up up, but it will be up by june 1st 
So keep your eyes peeled. There's yeah. going to be at least one or two shirts. Yeah, they're going to be real dang cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I mean, that's all that we, I really got to let people know about. So I guess we can just let people know where to find us. That's right. That's okay. Well, if you want to join us for our live event this weekend, or if you want to like listen to spooky snacks, get into witchcraft, and get into our book club, you can join us over on the Secret Society That Doesn't Suck. It also helps us keep the lights on over here, so we really appreciate it. But that's over at patreon.com slash that's spooky and yeah it's a really great way to support the show now another great way to support the show is to leave a sweet little review on whatever podcast app you're listening to us on and uh like yeah a a sweet review five star rating it really does wonders and if you're listening to us on an app where you can't leave a review you can only do a rating still put that rating in and then email us your review and we will add it to the pool of reviews that we read on the show because we like to take all those reviews and we like to read them as a thank you and we're slowly working our way through the list that's right yeah. And speaking of email, if you have any spooky gay bullshit you want us to know about, if you want to send us some pet photos, if you just want to say hi, you can email us at thatspookypod at gmail.com. Yeah, and that's spelled just like it is in our social media on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, where that's spooky pod. So that's T H A T S S P O O K Y P O D. Yeah, and then we have our website, that's spooky.com, where you can access episodes from there, the Secret Society. You can check out uh, or you can email us from there and you can check out our store yeah or you can just go directly to that spooky.com slash store and you can get into that pride merch which again will be dropping relatively soon after some technical difficulties are worn out and uh yeah there's a whole bunch of really cute stuff on there including the limited edition edition <laughs> yes uh hand-painted mothman totes so get into that that's babies. right and also don't forget that all of the proceeds that we receive from sales from the pride uh, merchandise that is going out is all going to be donated to rainbow railroad so it's it's again it's a way that you can support queer uh queer charities during yeah. pride month get into it so with that being said thank you everybody for joining us this week uh we will see you next time and if you're on the secret society you'll be getting two episodes of spooky snacks from us this weekend so get ready for our babies yeah but, yeah. Uh, yeah until next time don't forget we love you very much kissy kisses and as always if you're gonna be a bitch be a spooky b-i-c-t-h in bye. that order oh bye bye <laughs> bye <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It's free jazz at this point. You do whatever you want. Maybe not that. <laughs> that's not jazz. That's no, scat. That's... that's not jazz. That's scat. <laughs> that's not scat either. To that quote was bullshit. Coco Montrees. That's bad, Rue. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to That Spooky early and ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen early and ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.